Sup, loser. What up, fucking loser? <laughs> <laughs> How you holding up today, you, you big doo-doo head? Well, uh, well, pussy, you, you scared me when you joined because I was waiting for you for a good four minutes. Ah, uh, sorry, baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> All good, Ty. I forgive you. Thanks, Eric. Um, welcome to another episode of Think Fresh, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> been a long time um damn these weekends go by uh take a long time to go by because the whole weekend i'm just thinking about tuesdays and how we you know need to deliver on our promise of providing 12 inches of inspiration uh bi-weekly or twice weekly uh to our to our loyal breadheads here fucking right man i'm thinking about it all weekend i got the potty craving (laughs) can't wait to put my little air potties in and potty with this other person yeah dude would you say you're potty trained at this point or or no i like to think that i'm a potty expert yeah i mean we're making money we're making serious coin so yeah deep (laughs) pockets so deep pockets yeah yeah there's um uh nothing illegitimate about this podcast i feel like we we reiterate this every episode (laughs) but (laughs) only to further establish that we are um more than just like a six inch circle jerk of us talking about about uh subway we are actually like a meat a media juggernaut of sorts yeah exactly they call him big meat tie for for a reason and uh yeah i mean i think we only reiterate it because you know through all the hate we just have to uh let our authority be known so Mm -hmm. let it spray baby yeah there's a reason yeah. why we don't address anybody's comments on live on the pod. It's because we don't listen to those. We don't, we don't even look at them. So yeah, we're on a level above <laughs> that. <laughs> exactly. Um, I wanted to ask you about the, what you're going to spend your anchor money on. Um, <laughs> we, Sweet anchor money. Yeah. I mean, we already cut the rolly, so we're we're looking at some uh that was like the default choice but now that we're past that threshold um i wanted to bring to your attention that moschino baguette clutch <laughs> and see yeah, if you uh <laughs> how you wanted to uh, <laughs> if you wanted to buy that or or what accessory are you carrying your hot sauces in good question um there's a few embedded questions in this statement uh, so I'm going to try to break it down for our listeners. First of all, you've brought up, uh, it's brought, been brought to our attention that Machino came out with a baguette sandwich, like a, <laughs> or a baguette sandwich bag. We saw Essence post about it the other day. Um, it's probably would hold a foot long, but you could use it for other things as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, just somebody actually with... putting a foot long in like a $1,500 clutch. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I like the idea. I think it would be funny to actually put yeah it's a very attainable $1,500 isn't it um which I don't know how many footlongs you could actually buy for that at five dollars a footlong that's like so many sandwiches wow yeah so it's fourteen sixty nine divided by five that's 294 footlongs damn fast math math whiz Eric yeah it's called the calculator sick yeah so <laughs> you could have Three three hundred foot longs in, or this one foot long shaped bag. Yeah, I mean that's enough foot longs for like several years of subway because you're not you're not going every day, right? You're going maybe once a year. Mm-hmm. So you could probably like have subway for free for the rest of your life 
or flex on your sandwich artist with this uh, Italian leather baguette clutch. <laughs> it would be so sick when they're like, "Would you like to? Would you like me to bag your sandwich?" And then you're just like, "Nah, fam," and you pull out this sandwich shaped bag. Yeah. <laughs> Could I sandwich your bag? <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was very fitting that looking at the styled with section on this PDP here, the model is mm -hmm. also wearing Palm Angels. <laughs> oh, sick! Yeah, I was thinking about what I'd pair that with, like some Cartier buffs or something. Just yeah, look, for sure. Look like you only stay at art hotels. Yeah. Only boutique, uh, you know, monthly stays here. Mm -hmm. No, it's sick. I would, I, I would, if I owned the uh, Moschino baguette bag, I would use it as a lunch bag when I pack the, when I eventually return to office life and I <laughs> pack my fine lunches to work mm -hmm. um, to open up a sandwich and inside it have a salad. <laughs> Whoa. If you just unzipped it, and like let this lettuce kind of like sit on the uh, outer lips of this uh, bag, then it would look like a sandwich. Mm hmm. It would. That would be so funny. Wow. Except the zipper's riri, so you know it's high end. Damn. Very cool. Man, Moschino really coming through with the uh, kitschy shit lately. Like, do you see that <laughs> giant macro lighter bag they had a while back? It was like, it looked like a Bic kind of lighter. It was for fall, winter 20, but uh, it was just giant. It was like the model was using two hands to carry this lighter down the <laughs> runway. <laughs> well, no, I, ha I haven't been paying any attention to what this brand's been doing, but. Oh, uh, yeah, um, it's lit. <laughs> but yeah, as soon as they start overlapping with our beloved sandwich establishment, then, you know, we have to pay attention and let our listeners know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we will try to share a visual of this baguette bag on on our Instagram. So go give us a follow, smash that like button. <laughs> Damn right. Leave a comment what you think. Damn right. So, okay, that was a bit of a rabbit hole. But your original question is, what do I do with the sweet, sweet pod paper? <laughs> um, <laughs> but you're playing in the right space because I think it would be to uh, reinvest in my own personal wardrobe or just like visual identity uh, clothing um, is a narrative a way for you to tell your own narrative so probably um, invest in that area actually we're all about scents over here on the pod we <laughs> love smells um, so I'd probably want to actually I will probably use my pod money on uh, some new Oda Oda perfume <laughs> I really, I saw this like tin of this Chrome Hearts perfume that they just came out with. It's like a really cool looking tin. It's a nice like cyclical shape. Uh, Eric and I love cyclical shaped tins. Um, <laughs> it's got like this like uh, bergamot and jasmine scent. Uh, it's very refreshing. So I'll probably, I'll probably uh, dabble in some, some Chrome Hearts, some Chromies. Mm. What about you? That's a good question. Um, I actually I still want to get into the Chrome Hearts market. I haven't copied anything yet. Um, do you know if they happen to make any candles? Yeah, I think they came out with some candles this season. Perfect. Well, I'll have to fly down to LA and go to the flagship store. Yeah. Um, I don't think they'll let you in there if you don't have any like of those like like the Louis V millionaire sunglasses or the millionaire <laughs> glasses. You got to put like something like that on to get in. Yeah, that's like the ID. <laughs> yeah it's like does he have the tabby shoes from margella on yep 
with a cleft toe. Come on <laughs> <Yeah>. in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, in terms of pod money, oof, I, I don't know. I, hmm, it's a good question. I don't know. Like, I feel like I've been spending too much money on clothes lately. Mm. You know, you so need to invest in some experiences. Yeah, the problem is there's no experiences to be had. Experiences are illegal now in the in the COVID era. So, mm. um, but you know what? I might have to do something about that. I might have to fly to LA, um, and you know maybe work remotely. That's a good call. Yeah. You can give us a scene report from down there. See what's yeah. happening in Venice right now with sub their subways. Yeah. Wow, there's something about Subway and LA that seems to vibe really well together. Like, just eating a footy, like, 8 p.m. and it's still sunny out, warm, mm-hmm. you know. It's that live fresh trees. lifestyle. Yeah. You can even take it down to Venice Beach. Uh, mm-hmm. Disassembled, of course. <laughs> I think it's because both Los Angeles lifestyle and Subway's lifestyle are both aspirational yet feasible. Mm. So they, they, play in the same, they play in the same world. Mm, yeah but Speaking. yeah you got you got to get some sun we're, we're we're moving into cold weather up here in canada uh chapped lip season <laughs> <laughs> do you have um are you well stocked do you have uh the lip balm you need to get through the winter months oh man let me tell you absolutely not i have about maybe a couple months left on my Burt's bees tin um yeah, I mean it's it's rough out here, man. I can't bring myself to buy uh, like the chapstick. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I uh, would like to go straight lip to chap with a stick. You know, I kind of want to <laughs> use a tin. Uh, yeah, and, you know, use my finger. I think it's a better application method. But totally, it's hard anybody to find who that. you have to be a narc to like take a lipstick out and like <laughs> wind that shit up and then rub it all over your lips. Eric, for the listeners on on the on the call. There's only one lip lip <laughs> application tool that is appropriate, and that is like a little metal tin of Burt's Bees lip balm. That's absolutely correct, um, and not even like the plastic tins, or like the plastic little like discs that other brands might do. Like you might find at like uh, the body shop, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Specifically, the Burt's Bees tin. That's the best way to protect your lips when you are going. Uh, where you're taking a 12 inch foot long to the dome especially after a dry ass sandwich yeah like you're right about the elevated material the aluminum tin but just like the form factor itself it like it's a lot more resilient than the than a plastic stick or even a plastic container Mm -hmm. um doesn't roll doesn't fall doesn't look out of place when it's on a counter easily stored in your coin pocket heat Mm -hmm. heat repellent encasing it's just like the best you got Truly. Yeah, you gotta. You, I would never change change that. It's yeah, it's a true lip care ritual. It's also got um a nice auditory experience to go along with it. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what you do with a tin, it always sounds cool. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's like, got a little bit of a twang to it when you open or or flick it. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, you don't you don't get table. any of that with the plastic. Like it just feels like it's gonna break apart at any moment. But the tin is like it communicates that you've thought about this moment and you've like considered it as part of your daily routine mm-hmm. and th- therefore you come across as somebody who has their life together 
Absolutely. And the, I, my, one of my favorite parts about the lip balm tin is after repeated usage, because everybody's fingerprint is different, everyone's pinky is different. You dip your pinky in the tin and kind of give it a little rub around before <laughs> application. Um, you get a really nice natural patina inside your tin, inside your lip balm. It's like mm -hmm. personal character and everyone's tin is different. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Not And speaking of patina, the label on the outside gets nice and scratched off uh, as time goes on because, you know, it lasts quite a long time. So you get this like dist natural distressing on mm. the exterior of the tin. It's a beautiful yeah. wear. Yeah, much like your favorite Amiri jeans. Oh, exactly. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't go anywhere near any like of these glizzy sticks <laughs> I'm gonna stick to the tin this season if I can track them down, but they're quite rare. They're um, um, quite exclusive. It's they, they don't, they're, they're in short supply as of yeah. recent. And yeah. I, I'm not sure why, but we'll track some down. Yeah. And we're not going to leak uh, the website we buy these on for the listeners. So sorry in advance, but Spoiler, yeah, that's a uh... big Amazon. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> uh, I was hoping that would be paywall content, Ty, but Damn. Whatever. We're we're uh, we're the we're the people, so it's all good. Yeah, but this is not a, a, by any means a Burt's Bees tin sponsorship. We truly just love the product. I know. Now that you're saying that, I kind of wish it was. Yeah. So okay, if well, you uh, if you work at Burt's Bees HQ, feel free to bang our line, uh, or just give us a buzz, if you will. Give us a buzz. Amazing. Yeah. Hit us with the bag, the Burt's bag, and we will uh, talk more about your um, beautiful product, which has, you know, let, me, let me grab mine and figure out exactly what it smells like. I think it smells like uh, honey, no? It's got some honey, but I would say it's definitely like peppermint, uh, maybe a little bit of tea tree oil. Yeah. All, all good stuff. All good stuff. Coconut oil. Talk that talk, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> it's, a, it's a A1 product right here. Beautiful. Okay, and en enough of this. Uh, enough of this uh, lip chap talk. I know I got into it, but <laughs> we got to get back to sandwiches here. I'm glad That's we finally addressed that. Up. Yeah, I'm finally glad we addressed that on the pod, though, because it's a huge part of our personal brand. It's it truly is, um, and tis the season for it. Yeah, it is really it does apply to Subway, though, because I do value a little bit of lip care after a dry sandwich. If I go one sauce, two sauce, I'm I need to address my lips afterwards. Um, three mm -hmm. sauce, four sauce, that shit's sweat enough that it could be its own uh, <laughs> chapstick. But... <laughs> yeah, I mean, with that uh, level of sodium intake, your lips, no doubt, will be uh, shriveled up like a raisin. So. You're gonna have to definitely apply some lip care when you go, which which makes me think like we should design uh, like a Subway starter kit of things you should bring to Subway. It's like remember to bring these things to Subway, and we can include mm -hmm. like Byredo rinse-free hand wash because mm -hmm. it's heavily scented, so therefore you can um, cover up that hand smell afterwards. Yeah, and then um, that scent. yeah, some lip care, you know, potentially some handwear. Um, to aid with the actual eating process. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll put some thought into this and maybe uh, sell it to our Or private. we'll just put it in our, um, our OnlyFans wish list. That's right, yeah. Build it out. 
yeah speaking of which not a single person has, has bought anything for us um yeah which is, i'm severely disappointed with you herbs yeah really what, what gives <laughs> yeah we're doing you a service <laughs> um one thing though with the like single sauce or the double sauce those dry sandwiches like i would genu- generally recommend a beverage pairing with those to mm-hmm. keep to keep the sa- keep the sandwich wet you don't want like a dry dog in it with your throat right it's it you need you need something to wash it down so my question to you right now is what is your beverage of choice when you single sauce it at subway and two-parter two-parter what sauce or sorry what beverage would you pick to add to the subway arsenal that doesn't already exist wow this is a great question um well I immediately think of um, our subway location here in Vancouver and how they had this, uh, it was like strawberry lemonade, like sparkling water kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It was like, it's kind of like a Fanta, but just like much lighter and not as sweet. And I thought that was like the perfect thing to go with the sandwich because you don't want to like, you know, you're getting hit in the face with flavor already with a sandwich, like tons of flavor and you got sweet and spicy going on in there, but you don't want your drink to be the equally as dominant. So having something like a water, like a sparkling water with a little mm-hmm. bit of flavor is like a perfect thing to have with your. That's right where my sandwich. head was at. You don't, you don't want to overwhelm it with flavor. You just want something to freshen the palate. Per exactly. Se. And like the hint, a hint of strawberry kind of flavor, just very <laughs> gentle. Mm-hmm. That, that's what you're really seeking. Yeah. It's like a La Croix, but like slightly more fast foody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Doesn't have the same type of uh, boho branding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but in terms of what I would add to the lineup there, um, there's not a lot of juice options, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, um, we only have, I think, orange Tropicana. Um, but, you know, lately I've been exploring the bespoke juices, like such as mango or nectarine or um, apricot. Like I would, I would go in that direction, I think, if I was Subway. Yeah, that's a good call. Uh, you want something that can like benefit your live fresh um, objective, something that can uh, truly celebrate health as well along with your sandwich. Mm-hmm. Like if um, Subway's whole thing is about eating fresh and using like ingredients like cooking in front of you if you will mm-hmm. um why not do the same with the beverage like instead they have these like sugary syrups that they're just adding like water to why not mm. you know why not use real fruit and create some kind of drink and they can even do it like like forget tropicana they can do it at the counter you know Damn, yeah that would be that would be amazing having like a juice bar at subway yeah, it Holy really would shit. be cool. And you can even like add vegetables to it. Like, yeah, I'll throw some spinach in there. Mm-hmm. I want to add a little bit of. <laughs> really, spinach is the only vegetable <laughs> I can see. I was gonna say <laughs> maybe some avocado. Yeah, uh, I know. Maybe I don't know why, but I've been very turned off from avocado recently. Just like yeah, so sick of it. But like beginning of core, I was buying like two or three every time I'd go to the grocery store, and now I'm like, fuck, I can't finish the two that i bought last last month <laughs> mm-hmm. and it was already hard to like 
you get with an avocado, you have to like work it into your calendar when you're going to eat it. Yeah. Like block off between two and 3 PM next Thursday to eat the avocado. Cause that's yeah. a sweet spot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Every avocado should have like a date stamp on it. It's like eat at this time. I would love that if they planned ahead for me. Yeah. Um, I'm over avocado too. I'm ready to cancel the entire ve- uh, vegetable. I think. Yeah. I think we we've done the avocado thing. We understand the ins and outs of it. We've celebrated it, and now I think we're ready to move on to something more uh, compelling. Mm-hmm. We've uh, we've definitely exploited the vegetable for everything it's worth by charging thirty dollars for avocado toast at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Mm-hmm. I've been definitely I've definitely fallen victim to that. Um, but, you know, for those who are still eating it, I have one tip for you to help with the scheduling of this. So keep them in the fridge um, and only pull them, only pull out one at a time about a few days before you're ready to eat it. So like if you buy, you can buy like as many as you want. You can buy like five, keep them all in the fridge. And then if you're planning your week, you can say, okay, I'm probably going to eat this avocado next week. So I'm going to take one out, leave it in the fruit bowl somewhere on your kitchen Mm. counter and then when it's looking ripe then there you go it's ready to eat and you don't have to worry about them all going ripe at the same time there you go you heard it here first everybody eric's tips and tricks for maintaining avocados but but eric this doesn't apply once the avocado's been sliced if you want to just go happy with an avocado you're not you're feeling just a little bit nibbly can't finish the whole avo what do you do then it's a great question, and I have an answer for that. But before I get to my answer, I want to say that I would hope that um, the people who listen to this podcast are um, people who order the twelve-inch sandwich and don't ever go <laughs> go with a half of anything. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Man up. Grow some balls. Eat the whole yeah. avocado. Just eat the whole thing. It's not a fucking. <laughs> it's not a watermelon. It's a. It's an avocado. Okay. Um, yeah, you what kind of limp dick can only eat half an avocado. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah stop stop edging yourself and just go for it yeah Um, all in baby but my last tip for if you want to just eat half is you can cover it with a little bit of olive oil just rub a little olive oil like on the um like open part and leave the seed Mm -hmm. in it um Mm -hmm. and then you can probably throw that in like a little ziploc and put it back in the fridge or something yeah that save those pits right yeah save the pit use the side that the doesn't have the pit in it and I think the olive oil prevents oxygen from mixing with it, which just makes it go bad faster. So if you do that, it'll, it should last you maybe a couple extra days. Yes, sir. That's a, those are some nice tips, Eric. I would like to just add to that, that beeswax wrap, beeswax being the theme of this episode, mm. is a uh, really nice way to wrap up those avocados to keep them green. Because mm-hmm. we all like to chase the green, right? That's right. Um, Ty, speaking of, uh, six versus 12 inch, I, I have a question for you before we uh, end today. So yeah, I'll, I'll bite. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I'll bite. Um, so I got, it got me thinking about how everyone at Subway always has a tape measurement, uh, device on hand because they're like, usually have some kind of utility belt. Mm. So like you see a lot of posts on Instagram about how, you know, oh, the sandwich was only 11 inches or my my six inch was actually only five inches. It's like, these are, this is a really common thing that people post 
uh, about yeah, Subway. This is what like the bozos on Twitter with nothing <laughs> to do, measuring their sandwich and yeah. trying to get something free. Yeah. So my question to you is, at what length of sub would you complain to the sandwich artist? Like, say you make a sandwich and you get it back and you measurement, and it's not twelve inches or it's not six inches. How how far off of those two measurement points would it have to be for you to bring it back and complain? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so I I have good faith in my chakra, you know. I <laughs> I believe that the universe will work everything out. So if my sandwich comes at comes back to me an inch too short, I'm pretty certain that. And in, in, in another in another order, I will get a sandwich that was an inch too long. <laughs> It'll all work out in the end to the footy that I uh, requested. But having said that, there everyone has a threshold. Everyone has a line. And I think if my sandwich was over two inches shorter on a foot long, one inch shorter on a six inch, I would have to... I'd have to make a call. <laughs> I'd, have, I'd get a yeah, blue check subway on the phone. Wow. That's unacceptable. Wow, yeah. That's quite a lot of sandwich, dude. That's like two or three bites. Yeah. Especially on the six inch. Like that's if you get a meatball, that's a whole meatball. You see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's uh if it, it's kind of works perfectly with their measurement system. Like just like chop it off right at the edge of the cheese slice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like losing your big toe. You just it still looks kind of natural, but it's not meant to be. Yeah, it's not on the golden ratio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man, that would uh, be pretty heart-wrenching. I'm you sure know. we could get more granular with what that number is. Like, maybe it's, like, some sort of, like you said, Fibonacci, like, number. Or maybe there's, like, a, a prime number percentage that is, like, would be my true threshold. But I'm going to just say one inch and two inch. Mm. That's interesting. As you were explaining your answer, I was thinking about how the beginning of the journey here is probably very integral to how I feel at the end of the journey, which mm-hmm. would then augment that number for me. Like it, there's like a satisfaction coefficient here, I think. Yeah. You know? Like, um, well, for example, yeah. if they, if they fuck me like at every step of the way, like, you know, they're putting the lettuce kind of wrong. They're drizzling like all the mustard on one side, you know, mm-hmm. they're uh, cutting it down the middle and like squishing it. Like the mm-hmm. knife's not sharp, you know? So, I mean, all this would add up. And you know what? I'm not afraid to say it. If it was even a quarter inch off, I would probably be pissed. Damn. <laughs> that might be enough to just toss me over the edge there. Um, I I think, like, you're right, though, that it is not just about the length. It's Because, like, if you... Okay, so this actually happens time and time again to our six-inch fans. Like, yes, you guys have... Uh, small dicks because you just eat a six inch <laughs> sandwich but um at the same time you are the most vulnerable to be uh displaced by the big way because a foot long <laughs> sandwich is um a foot long sandwich is that size is set by a robot i think like the foot long mm. sandwich the bread just comes in in batches and it's already pre-prepared there's no human effort it's just like robot bread right but mm-hmm. there's a, a key moment at the beginning of the lineup when the sandwich artist asks foot long or six inch. And then if you say six inch, they take that foot long bread and they have to cut it in half for you. And they're, in, they're, they're speed racing here. They're, they're not trying to maximize quality or pre- precision. So 
when they make that six inch cut, they might not hit the mark. They might get you on the seven inch. They might get you on the four and a half inch. You <laughs> never really know. So in the times that I have broken down and got a six inch snack, I um, have been watching them very carefully. And I always feel like I'm getting the smaller half of that footlong bread. Mm, a dark, dark time for you indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, even when they, even when you get a footlong and they cut it in half, you can tell it's like, they don't really care and they uh they'll definitely cut it on the seven or eight inch mark it's almost like they're following mm-hmm. the rule of thirds <laughs> <laughs> yeah almost they, they're trying to create a more visually interesting sandwich <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it's uh it's it's more balanced this way guys come on yeah well i i like um expert precision and symmetry so when they can nail that six inch mark i'm giddy inside i would swipe right on any sandwich that's perfectly cut Mm-hmm. for the amount of uh cutting they do that is like like so monotonous it's the same cut you're making every single time every single sandwich has the same cut in it why don't we have why hasn't subway created like a patented tool which is always going to be in the middle maybe it's like a 12 inch long like i don't know some kind of holder and then mm. like a blade that sits in the middle and then you just put mm. the sandwich there drop the blade like a guillotine and then you know you might even have some red sauce spray you on across the chest as well just like at a at an execution (laughs) yeah i love that i kind of imagine like they after they finish your sandwich they take it over to like a table saw and they have six inch guards set up on each side and then they just (laughs) run it through oh yeah stream end of this idea but the idea just just the sentiment of a knife that is conscious of where it is on there they could even like use lasers like little laser markers to like line up the sandwich properly Mm -hmm. yeah for sure i mean if you're making the same cut over and over again why not just um automate that process somehow Mm -hmm. it's arguably the most important part of the sandwich artist's job and they need laser precision Mm mm-hmm it's the most important part at the beginning if you're ordering a six inch. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the most important part at the end if you're ordering a foot long because that's when they will really ruin your sandwich if they haven't constructed it properly. Mm-hmm. Take all that hard work and just throw it in the trash. You ever like open <laughs> yeah. up your, your box from Domino's and like one slice is just like, just looks like a, a severed digit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like all the toppings are like flipped to one side because the delivery guy held it like a briefcase. Yeah, pizza guy doesn't have a a car, so he had to like ride it with it under his shoulder or like under his arm on his bicycle to bring it to you. Oh boy, he even got some umami from his uh, pit stains. <laughs> Ooh, big yikes! Yikes! This uh, topic reminds me though of um, I think it's called like getting it classic cut. It's like when they like cut the sandwich almost like a bread bowl, and then they like put the shit inside and then cover it with like the top part. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. This is, um, if we brought on some like antiquated people on a subway, they could probably tell us about the golden years of uh, sandwich making when subway would pit the bread for you. Weird hot. Like it's a weird ritual. I I understand why they don't do it anymore. Yeah. seems like a, an accident waiting to happen. Yeah. A bit sad, isn't it? Yeah. But also, what? Why would you ever do that? Like, what made them design that? I guess you can like really um, neatly fold your vegetables into the slot, kind of like when you're packing a suitcase. Mm-hmm. 
because uh, it has like this like like uh, guardrails basically around it, kind of like when you're bowling, um, and nothing will fall out. So it actually yeah. might be better. It's like a safe little nest for your um, vegetables to uh, spoon together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, it probably helps with distribution of sauce because your sauce kind of pools in there and sl- sloshes around. <laughs> <laughs> Appetizing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't think it was necessary. They're already doing a lot of slicing and dicing of that bread. And based on their sloppy performances that I've witnessed, I don't think I need them cutting it up any further. That's true. It would add to the performance aspect, though, of them preparing food in front of you. It's like, look, like you're probably not doing this at home because of its effort. Mm-hmm. Um, but allow us, the experts, to uh, carve out a nice little bird's nest for all these vegetables. Um, mm-hmm. And then it would probably just, by default, make Subway a little fancier. Make that place a little fancier to go to. That's true. Maybe get uh, get tipped. I feel like it yeah. was not it was not the the customers that asked for the artist to stop doing that. I bet the artists just lost interest over time. Like what are what are they going to stop doing next? People are really giving up now, you know? Like, <laughs> are they going to stop cutting it in general? Wow, yeah. They're going to eliminate the sixer. Yeah, you're going to have to pick up that that full blimpy 12 inches and two with two hands. It'll be a two-hander now. Yeah. I mean, that's probably why they have so many alternatives to the footlong. Like they have the ciabatta, they have the wrap. Maybe they're slowly phasing out the six inch because of Damn. the operational cost. So like they're trying to get you used to um, like the alternative options here. And then, you know, they'll just get rid of the six inch entirely. It, that's a, a conspiracy I am down to believe in. Crooked Subway yeah. getting rid of the foot long, or sorry, the six wow. inch. Anyways, <laughs> I, think, uh, I think we're ready to close on that train of thought. Yeah, this is a um, double header today. A really long episode. It was a long epi. Thirty-six inches of of inspo here. So, yeah, I guess we'll hit you breadheads up in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see you yeah. on the feed. Yeah, follow us at Think Fresh Podcast on Instagram. Um, peep our OnlyFans, Think Fresh. Uh, yeah. Anything yeah, else, you you know the podcast. You love the podcast. Now subscribe to our OnlyFans, and um, we'll get some more content up in there. Mm-hmm. All right, buddy. And, catch you. Uh, catch you on Friday. Yeah. Uh, what did you say to me earlier? Oh yeah, deuces. <laughs> <laughs>